The presenting sponsor of Upmarket is Aereo, the best place to grow and manage your real estate media business, online at aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O dot com. Coming to you from the makeshift Upmarket studio, in the beautiful Ojai Valley of Southern California, this is Upmarket, a podcast about the business of real estate photography and media. My name is Reed Fish. I am the CEO and a co-founder of Upmarket Media. You know, Mark Corcoran out shooting, couldn't be here today. Chelsea Froelich producing from afar, so it's just old me. But before we get into what we're going to talk about, and we actually have someone really amazing here with us, I did want to do the housekeeping, you know, we're at upmarketcourse.com. You can go, you can check it out. Our course on how to scale your real estate media business right there. You can book a call with me. I have a bunch of availability. We can talk, we can chat. If you have any questions about the course and if you do that, happy to send you a really good discount code for the course. If you are interested so much, great content on there on how to scale your real estate media business. And part of my scaling journey of ours, if you listen to a market pod, which apparently you do because you're listening to it right now, is that we've kind of, I've mostly transitioned from not being out in the field shooting to kind of a more executive role. And so I've kind of talked about it a little bit on the podcast that I have an executive coach and I'm so delighted that she is here on the podcast with us today. It's Deepa Pulipati who is a leadership and executive coach. And you can find her at tulacoach.com. That's T-U-L-A coach.com. And Deepa, I got to say, we've been working together for like three months now and it's been really wonderful, but it's actually been quite different than I thought it would be. I thought we were going to be, you know, talking about leadership styles and all this kind of stuff, but I feel like you saw me and you saw like a lot of problems that I was having, (laughs) a lot of ways that I've not measuring up. And so uh, the experience has been much more, you know, utilitarian than I kind of thought it would be. I I mean, what is executive coaching? Because I, I still don't know even though we've had like eight sessions. <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I I, it's know. just a thing. I'm just, I'm just curious. Well, it depends. Um, executive coaching is whatever it needs to be for you in order for you to develop your professional skill set, your business acumen, and everything that you need to do to sort of like um, scale your business, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody comes in with a different idea of what it is. And then just kind of when they lay down and say, these are all the things that I've been doing and these are all the things that are going on, then we create something that actually works for you and it may not be what you want or what you think it is yeah well i i think there was a lot of there was a lot of like self uh self-reflection which everyone knows i don't like (laughs) many people don't like it reed just not only you Well, so, so, so when I came into you, I mean, how, like, and, and, and we knew each other very casually before, uh, before we started working together, our, our kids are at the same school. And so, you know, big age gap. So we didn't run into each other that much, but, um, you know, like you didn't know the particulars of my situation. So, but how do you, you know, when you get a new client or, or, you know, for me as like a case study, when I come in, how do you know what to do for me? You know, how, how do you know what to coach me on? Well, you tell me and <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's as simple as that. Right. Well, but I say, you know, but I, so in, in my case, I said, Hey, look, we are, we've been expanding our business and we're, you know, we're looking at trying to add some territories. We're looking, we have our course, we have all, you know, all these different ways that we are trying to expand our business. And I just want to make sure that I have the tools to make, to, to be able to, as, as the CEO, as the big important executive, okay. yeah. I, I want to have the tools to make, to, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, most of the times the answers are always with the clients. It's just, part of the coaching work is creating pathways to be able to do that, right? So the question, the general way a coaching process would work is when you come in is that you kind of know, but you're really not sure how to get there many Uh of the times. And you really need a sounding board kind of a partner who will help you with the process. Right. Because whether it's therapy or coaching, most of the answers are within you. It's just how we get right. there. And you right? are a former therapist. 
I am. I still am a therapist. Oh, you still are a therapist. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever not be. I'm not going to come to you be. for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So the answers have to come within. And then I basically said that I need, I, I want to be more efficient, right? And that's, I mean, yeah. and, 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 you know, and this is, our struggles are probably going to be different at different stages of our business, right? We kind of talked about that a little bit in our, in our last session, because I feel like we're kind of, you know, we're doing a run of, uh, of 10 sessions, you and I, and we're now at like session eight. And, and I was like, all of a sudden I'm like panicked. I'm like, okay, but do I really have all the tools? Cause I feel like we've really been working hard for me uh, about just like doing stuff you know, of just like making sure that I get the things that I need to get done. Right. And, and, you know, not, these are not big things. It's just like, did you send that email read? <laughs> Sometimes it's just that. So there's, there's two levels, right? One is the strategic thinking, the overall business as a founder, like how, what, what is mm-hmm. the vision for my business? How do I want to scale it? Where do I want to take it? What are all the things that I want to do in it? Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the big umbrella, the framework, but the real work and the real struggle that most executives or founders or mm-hmm. uh, professional people face is the day-to-day stuff. And it's really? kind of, Really, it's uh-huh. almost like creating better habits yeah. in some yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what you need to do. It's just like a lot of times I get, I know what I need to do, but I'm really not doing it. And I right. don't know why. Right? right. So we basically also, me as a coach, I'm also an accountability partner. Mm-hmm. And we set up specific action items where we're like, listen, I understand what this issue is, what the situation is and what's going on in your life in general and where some of the struggles are, where some of the resistance mm-hmm. is. Right. So I, I think in those first couple of sessions, yeah. there was definitely a lot of, Hey, you know, give me the nutshell on what's going on in your life. And it's not just your business it's what's your personal life. I think we did have to go into the childhood trauma thing. I mean, <laughs> You know how the, you know how therapists, I don't know why we're laughing at this. <laughs> no, that's right. Well, that's uh, how therapists are. It's always like, okay, what happened when you were a kid? <laughs> well, I do, <laughs> I do want to make a minor differentiation. Yeah. The really good part about um, an executive coach or who's somebody like me, and there are many of us who are also clinicians, we kind of are able to kind of make differentiate between archaeology and architecture. And I think I've spoken oh. to you this before, right? I, I think so, but, but yeah, not on the podcast. <laughs> so go ahead. Well, a lot of times with everything that's happening in our lives and our behaviors, some of it stems, of course, from stuff that has happened in the past, necessarily right. may not be childhood too, right? Oh, right. So it's, I, as a clinician, I know what I don't want to dig into, which is archaeology. I just want to get a basic framework of right. who you were and how you started mm-hmm. in life in general. But And then that gives me a little bit insight to see how some of the stuff is either helping you or not helping you right now mm-hmm. in your present moment. Right. And that's architecture. So coaching is architecture. Okay. And so th- that stuff informs then kind of, you know, it, it's it's less about the why maybe, or, or, or I guess it is the why. I don't, I don't know. The why but, but is in more 10 for session, you. you're not going to fix my relationship with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who expects that don't know that well, that's not what well, coaching or therapy yeah, is about. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, we can talk about that, but then at a certain point, it's like, we can talk about it for 10 sessions and I'm still going to forget to pay my insurance. Well, so here's the thing, right? So as a, clinician, I've mostly done child custody disputes, right? All my, oh, okay. all my uh, professional yeah, life. That sounds fun. So it's amazing, especially when parents get it together. I just right. w- love that part of my job, Okay, but it's always solution focused. So, right. Yeah. That's what you said to me from the, at the very first session. Yeah, yeah. So this is a solution. So yeah. you, we, you, you're going to share stuff about, you know, some of the things that have come up for you, which are barriers. Right. Right. And my job is to say, I acknowledge that I validate that. And I see some of how that will impact you without Mm. going deeper into it. Right. But also show you ways as to how that may be impacting or impeding how you are sort of in your mind thinking about some of these things. Yeah. Well, and that is true. I mean, because I'm sure you remember a couple of weeks ago, I came into our session and, and we just, of course, do these, you know, you don't have an office where we do this. We just kind of meet at the coffee shop or, or wherever. And I was really down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like pretty, I was like kind of depressed. I was not in a good space. And I think you just kind of like, it was very apparent and, and you kind of just like 
put aside whatever, I don't know what the plan was for that session, but you kind of put that aside and like was, Hey, let's, how can we help get you out of this particular thing? And so it definitely became a, okay, really, you got to go swimming today. (laughs) (laughs) You got to go swim some laps and, you know. Sometimes it's it's those just like minor little things that Mm -hmm. we would have to do to sort of help ourselves. Right. Right. So, and, and that's part of life. That's just, we're going to have ups and downs. Right. And when we have downs, most people get super dejected by it. Fair. I'm I'm familiar with that feeling. Which which is fair. Like I I would, if I know jaunty podcast read that everyone knows, (laughs) guess what? (laughs) Gets depressed sometimes. (laughs) That's fair. And that's human. But I think most of us get stuck feeling like we cannot really get out of it or we feel like it's the doom and gloom. Yes. Right. And in therapy, what you would generally do is kind of focus on again, where all of this is stemming from. And I can't get into it in coaching because I'm wearing a different hat, but I know enough of what's there behind right to be able to actually see hey specifically what are some of the things that is actually impacting your life right now let's bring it back to the present moment Mm -hmm. and sometimes and I think I said this to you on the day of the session is Hmm. you just sometimes have to just push forward right that there's there's nothing to it but to do it right well and in 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 a way that's where you you're coming from that business side of you're like, okay, you ever heard of compartmentalizing? Just, yeah, you know, you can, you got some problems some other places, but you still got to do your job. It's healthy compartmentalizing. It's not uh, avoiding. Okay. It's not um, saying I'm going to put it aside for another day. Um, unintentionally. It's like saying, okay, today I have these five things to deal with. I'm going to try and see how I can make myself like get out of this. And one of the ways that we have identified that works for you is, you know, when you go swimming, you feel Mm -hmm. really better. For some people, it could be a walk. It's just basically getting that part of our brain to activate and say, okay, these are the things that I need to do to make myself feel a little better. And then Mm -hmm. I'll go back and focus. Most people, anytime when something really difficult comes up, just want to avoid Mm -hmm. and move forward. Yes, that sounds familiar. That that's not what we generally want to do. Right. Right. Well, what do you like? Do you ever feel that way? Like you want to avoid stuff? Absolutely. So what do you, what do you do? Uh, I go back to, for me, the important thing is as much as I can be self-aware because I do the work and anything that I ask you to do, I do it myself. There's Mm -hmm. just no other way around it. Like Do you do do coloring? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We'll we'll get into that later. I have a really amazing coloring book. (laughs) 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 See, you don't know some of this stuff because, because, you know, we were, I'm not going to constantly share about what I'm doing in Mm -hmm. our coaching sessions. Right. right? right. So it's about me after all. Absolutely. As it should be. But for me, it's almost like the things that work for me, which I have to remind myself is, you know, calling a friend or hanging out with, um, or going, working out or going to like, most people will say that's self care, but I add another layer to it. And there has to be a level of self compassion work that we have to do. Mm -hmm. Self care is great doing all of these things, but self-compassion is where we are really almost saying to ourselves, it's tough. It's okay. You're doing the best you can, as opposed to berating ourselves, being Mm -hmm. mad at ourselves, right? Putting ourselves down. Right. Well, that was what I think the first thing that from our very first session, you, 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 you wanted me to work on was like negative self-talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's what I would do. Because yeah, because I like, and I'm the worst at that. Many people are. No. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I, I've, I'm better about my negative self-talk. You have been really amazing because after oh, like, no, I'm serious. Well, let's talk more about this. <laughs> you, this is your only chance for you that I'm going to say something nice to you because we're on your podcast. <laughs> but uh, no, you, it, it was like pretty evident for me from session three or four that you really started paying attention to it. You're one of those clients that come in you can be very self-deprecating. You know this. You use yeah. humor a lot yeah. to not talk about the things that you need to talk about. <laughs> uh-huh. But the thing that you do is in our sessions, at least that I can say, is that you really dug in and you said, I, I need to make these changes. Right. Right. You were you were not coming in just for the sake of doing a session and saying, oh, I'm going coaching. Everything will be better. But mm-hmm. you understood that you really have to just dig in and do the work. 
mm-hmm. and you were doing the work. See, the thing is, I still feel like I'm not doing the work that much that I'm, that I've only, what you know, would you like to, what would you like for it to feel like you were doing the work? Reed? I, I don't mean, know. I just like, I like, when do I get to be a different person? Wh- then, why would you person? want to be a different person? I don't know. Or, or when do I feel like I'm a better person or more productive? You're already or, a better person. You've noticed? Well, <laughs> I'm shocked you haven't. <laughs> Well, this is this this so this is in life. This is part of the put downs, the self put downs that we constantly have. Okay, so bring it back to that. Yeah. (laughs) So, but guess what? This um, happens constantly in the subconscious background, and part of the work is to just bring it to attention and actually say, "What the heck am I talking about?" I. I, am I not a better person? Like I am a better person. Yeah, and I mean, I, mean I, I guess I just mean like, it doesn't like, I do feel a little more accomplished and, and so much of what we've been working on. And I think I touched on this in the last episode or a couple episodes ago is like, you know, it's literally just like, okay, read, make a task list. And, you know, and you're like, you got to send me the task list. And then say at the end of the week, well, you know, what did you get done? And, and it, it just, the, I think part of it is that it just feels like, well, that's all. It was. That's too simple. I can't like be a better well, executive do you, over that. I, do you, I don't know. No, do you want I just, it to be complicated? <laughs> no, God, no. But you know what I mean. I, I guess I feel like, hey, that that's been working. But like, like, yeah, I guess I just don't feel as we're reaching the end. Like, I, I do feel much better about things. But you know, I'm not like. I guess I don't feel. I got to You know, you're still just yourself, right? And so that's the thing, right? And so I just worry even though I feel like I've made a lot of strides that as soon as we stop working together, it's going to, you know, I'll just relapse into the same old stuff. Right. So you're not going to like me asking you this. So you're doing okay. the work for me. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. You're doing the work for yourself. Right. For myself and our business. Yes. And you're creating so a habit. Mark is listening. It's for Mark. you too, buddy. Mark, it is for you. He's working very hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're doing the work for yourself. And the person that's going to get affected by you not doing the work is who? Me and my family and my business. So you'll continue to do it, Reed. Because this is what you want to do with your life currently. Right. And part of the coaching 10 sessions or 15 sessions or whatever it is, is to also create a habit while you're creating a habit. You're not on your own. I'm your accountability partner. Right. I can be very hard on you and I have been and, um, but I also am the person that is rooting for you the most because I truly believe that when you came into this, that you really wanted to make the changes in your life Mm -hmm. and you are doing the work. This is the work. It's yeah. going to take time. There's I know. no. There's That's the thing is, and I guess I guess part of what it feels like is it enough, right? It, it, is it like it, is it, it enough is, for what? I don't know to 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 feel some mastery of being a CEO, and I'm still have to look up exactly what that is. <laughs> still don't quite it, it, know. <laughs> Chief Executive Officer, I believe, is the acronym. But outside of that, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, we can go into a whole other session right here, right now, because I have so much that I can pull on, but that's not the point of this. So listen, I mean, most people, I would say, imagine not knowing what coaching is, will expect some kind of a fix it. Like I'll go to these 10 sessions and everything will be fine. Yes. That's not it. You have to do the work constantly, consistently, all the time. Yeah. I mean, really, it is about giving yourself the tools to keep it, you know, because you can't just like, I mean, I can't afford it to have you like, uh, that's my accountability. (laughs) You you can and you can and you will because you're going to scale and build your business. Oh, there you go. So, oh, that's why you want our business to grow so much. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) I see how it works now. I. No, it, it, it does. It, it feels like, yeah, it's just all in one continuum and one journey. Right. And like, that's, that's the good thing because you, you know, there's always room for improvement. There's always ways you, you, you know, you're going to be able to, to, to make things better, you know, but then the downside is like, it doesn't, you know, I guess when does life ever feel like it, like, I guess when you die, but when does it feel like you, you, you know, that you, you you've know, reached the pinnacle, you've reached the thing, you know, cause you know how you feel when you die. Right? Yeah, well, I, well, I have some thoughts about that. Okay. That's a whole nother <laughs> podcast. But no, you're right. But it, it's almost like, um, any person who 
is successful without really um, going into the into a mental health breakdown or being right. terrible, uh, you know, at life or people. Yeah. Anybody who's been able to balance their life will tell you the thing that it's just something that you work at every day. Right. The the good part about it is it just gets better because now you've created better habits. You're not working at it harder. You're just being more effective mm-hmm. at working at it, and it becomes second nature to you. Right. So once you've sort of gone through this first layer of like really building a consistent way of doing things for your business, Mm -hmm. the next coaching when your business scales is Mm -hmm. when we talk about strategic, you know, sort of goals for your business, people management. I want to talk about that actually. Okay. Not right now. All right. (laughs) That'll be our (laughs) next session. Yeah, no, let's, let's, let's take a break. Let's do our social media sidebar and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk more about that process uh, of, of kind of coming from a a, a business of one person into that scaling journey and, and what that is like and and how your roles change and what you need to do in that situation. And then we're going to have action items at the end of this thing. And Deepa, oh, come on. She's all she has done (laughs) for the last three months is give me action things I have to do. So I'm excited to hear this one. All right. We'll be right back. Sadly, sometimes in the world, there's problems. But Ariel's here. Not only do they solve problems that we as real estate photographers have, you know, just interfacing with the clients, how do you deliver stuff, you know, all this stuff that, that, that Aereo just makes it so easy for us. Sometimes Aereo helps solve problems that are just out in the world because look, I, recently I think like Gmail like changed their filters and stuff. And so a lot of like delivery emails and stuff have been going to spam. And you know what Aereo has been doing? Solving the problem. They realized that that was happening to a lot of clients. And so they have been working day and night to come up with solutions so that all your emails will get through. Do other companies do that? Maybe. But I know for sure Aereo does. So I love Aereo. We all we all love Aereo. This is just, this is like, this podcast is an Aereo love fest. And if you want to get in on the love, you can go to Aereo.com and use the code UPMARKET and you're going to get 50 free bonus listings. That's Aereo.com, A-R-Y-E-O.com. Floor plans. Everybody's talking about floor plans. I love floor plans. You love floor plans. The world loves floor plans. Buyers love floor plans. Realtors love floor plans. And conveniently, realtors are our clients and they love floor plans. So do you want to give them floor plans? I think you do. I think you should use second floor app to give them floor plans because they got the quickest floor plans, the coolest floor plans and accurate floor plans. You can do it right from your phone. And guess what? You can deliver those floor plans to your client before you even leave the house. It's that quick. So it's the fastest way to make a floor plan. That's secondfloorapp.com. And you can go to secondfloorapp.com slash upmarket and you're going to get a free month of service. You can try this stuff out, deliver some to your clients, get the feedback. They're going to love it. What's not to love? All right. Secondfloorapp.com slash upmarket for a free month. Check them out. Social media sidebar. You can find us at UpmarketPod across all social media. Come on and go to UpmarketCourse.com. You know you want to. Come on, rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. That really helps us out. Come on, like, like we, we need some more reviews here. All the re- and again, only five star reviews, please. We don't want any of those other ones. Those are internal reviews, external ones. I, I, Deepa, I've not noticed a five star review from. Dipulipati of Ojai. <laughs> oh, oh uh, well, apparently it's coming. Uh, so yeah, re- I'm, wait, I'm, I'm waiting for you to finish all your ten coaching <laughs> sessions. <laughs> okay, and see how you actually do at the end of okay. it. Then I can okay, yeah. Some. Then you can say, well, now that you're on the podcast, I think you have a little more vested interest in, in making sure it, it ranks highly among the podcast, so that people yeah. can hear people can hear your episode. Yeah. So Deepa, if someone a listener to the podcast was online and wanted to see stuff about you, where would they go? 
They would just go to my website, tulacoach.com. Yeah. And then they would go on LinkedIn because I'm much more. Oh, I've never been on LinkedIn. You, <laughs> that's, a, that's another conversation. We've already yes. had like now three more coaching conversations <laughs> we're going to have with Reed. Right. So uh, it's uh, on LinkedIn mostly. And then, um, yeah, that's it. Wait, what about social? This is a social media sidebar. I, I didn't hear anything about social media. Well, I'm... Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of oh, yeah. no, social media, of social. but okay. the same posts that go on LinkedIn go on oh, Instagram right, LinkedIn and is Facebook. LinkedIn social media, I guess. I forget. I think that, it's not. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, yeah. for me, Because I don't do it, so I don't think of it as social media. <laughs> of course you don't, yeah. Reed. <laughs> for me, that's where just in terms of professional um, networking and for people to be able to see my work, mm -hmm. that feels like it adds more value than anything right. else. Well, okay, but I do think, I, so I, I've been on your website. Very lovely photos. Very like you look very Ohio. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just don't have the big dumb hat. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. The big dumb hat. You're you are missing the big dumb hat. You would look good in a big dumb hat. I think so too. I think I'm gonna try that look this summer. Okay. Like you know, a flowy dress, a yes. big dumb hat. Perfect. You guys must watch yeah. this in an episode yes. about the big dumb hat. Yeah, so. well, it's like that's <laughs> they, they was written about this town. Um, but aren't you doing like cooking? Because and yet and I'm still kind of angling like I'm kind of bringing it up because I want to get invited to one of these things where you're like cooking and like drinking wine and just like talking about stuff. I think we that would be we could do that. that would be fun. We should definitely do that. And I have invited you, and I said we will do it at some point. You've invited me, but not given me a date. Well, <laughs> so that's basically not an invitation. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> But that's after all my international traveling that I'm oh, doing. Oh, yes, that's right. So yeah, I'm you're going to be in you know, India this yeah. summer. And, yeah. London, London and yeah. India. Yeah. So Very after that. Very important executive coach. <laughs> Part of it is all for family. It has nothing to do with business. So no, one of the things that I'm super excited about that we've launched in the last few months is my cooking culture and leadership workshop. Cooking culture and leadership, and leadership workshop. So, you know, most people have gone to these cooking things where they go as teams and then just do something fun like sushi rolls or, oh. and then they come back and they're like, yeah, that was a great fun event. Uh, this yeah, is great. not that. It's a little bit more than that. Okay. So it can be, it's usually only done on online. So I'll be here in my kitchen and we'll set up like two hours where. Right. And all assist. Uh -huh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where if you have a team, you'll all be in your kitchens okay. and you will be, we'll all cook together. We'll make Indian food, so mostly Indian food. Right. And then you'll get recipes, spices. Yeah, I think you're kind of famous around here for your Indian food. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like I've heard chatter. <laughs> there is some chatter, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I would agree with that. Famous, I don't know. Chatter, yes. Yeah, but so, and so, okay. And what you're going to do Indian food, but like South Indian food, right? Because that's the good stuff. Well, that is the good stuff. Oh, yeah, you, that's you, but totally, yeah. I'm like looking at you completely differently oh. for talking about South Indian food. Yeah. Because mostly people talk about North Indian food, <sighs> so which is... Well, which I was excited about. So I did like, I, I was in India for like five weeks, six you weeks, uh, like 10 years ago. And we were mostly in the North, like Rajasthan and, you know, yeah. other places. And the food was honestly so disappointing. Like I, I oh, I love Indian food. I'm going to go and I'm going to have all this naan and tandoori chicken and this and that and the other thing. And you go and it's just like chapati, which is like buckwheat pancakes. I mean, it's just like, and then like desert weed curry. Literally it's, they call it desert weed curry. And it's like, the, it's like, it's basically like if a bay leaf was in a curry. <laughs> Reed, you didn't go to the right places even in Rajasthan and well, no, but then, but then we you. went to, to, to Bombay that you well, call I know I was like calling it Mumbai, yeah. like, like an idiot and you're calling, no, no, it's Bombay. And then there, the, the, we were there for like three days in Bombay, like before we flew to, um, wherever we were flying and it was like, the food was unreal. It was so good. Like yeah. extraordinary. Yeah. And well, then I was like, I can't believe we just wasted five weeks. Yeah, well, I think it is Mumbai now, but back in the day yeah, it used no, to it be was called Bo Bombay. Yes, I, it is Mumbai, but, but then for you me, said, it's oh, always so going to be Bombay. Yeah, you are fine. right about and everyone that. Everyone there calls it Bombay. No yeah, one calls it Mumbai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's but see now in South India, it's just completely different. I mean, India has been rapidly changing in the mm -hmm. last ten years. And where did you grow? I grew up in Hyderabad uh -huh. and uh, Hyderabad and Bangalore. So South Indian food is the best. Yeah, I must say we will cook some South Indian food, but I, I also make recipes that are very versatile. Mm -hmm. That like, you know, everybody says, oh, I love curry. I love curry. So actually show an easy version of yeah, making sure. that curry. Yeah. You can add your own protein into it. Mm -hmm. But more than that, so cooking is the 
fun part, but we actually will be oh, talking about specific great. topics. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the whole point of it. So for an hour, we'll cook together. We'll actually plate our food and then we'll sit with our food and possibly a glass of wine if it's yes. evening somewhere. Yes. And then um, talk about leadership and how our cultural identity and everything integrates with who we are and how do we want to bring our real selves into mm-hmm. the work that we do. So it's connected very much to leadership. Yeah, but leadership, and, and, and you did say how we culturally identify because, right, so I, I think a big part of it, obviously you're of South Asian background and you're not just speaking to South Asian people on that, but, you know, but we are going to come at it from, everyone comes at it from a different place and it, and that culture can be, I mean, we can be, you can be the same race, but you're, you're from a different class. It's going to be a much different thing, right? Absolutely. And most people here in America were like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I have much in terms of, you know, what my culture brings in. If you look at other cultures and I always tell them, you have a lot that you can bring in. Right. And when we talk about, and part of this is a, it's around diversity, equity and inclusion work. And I don't do diversity trainings. I'm mm-hmm. coming at it from a very social justice perspective. Oh, right. And then we want everybody to feel that we are in this together. There's no othering. So if you come from, I don't know, I mean, like Minnesota, your mm-hmm. experiences are going to be as rich as somebody coming from like Vietnam or South India. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole point of it. Right. You bring your culture, your heritage, yeah. your experiences into it, right. and you bring it into leadership. And I we talk about bringing all of that to the forefront right in this course right or workshop okay. or fun or fun all yeah. right well that sounds I'm, I'm excited to do it i'm excited to uh be your sous chef all right we're gonna be back with a bunch more with deepa and some action items So Deepa, here's the big thing that I I, I, I think, I, I just want to make sure that this is relatable to our listeners. Of course. And I think so many people are, you know, I like to think are, you know, where Mark and I are, where we have a small team or you're that individual shooter who's a little bit overwhelmed with work. And, and but, but regardless, I think most of the people who are in executive roles in their companies in our industry, you know, it's mostly going to be small teams. And and I think yeah. most of those people started their own business and because they were good at photography or they, you know, saw this opening and they were able to take it. I think very few people come in with a very calculated business. I went to business school and I'm going to do this. There are those people, but I think so many of them track of the owners in our industry track with the path that Mark and I took where you just kind of start to do it and it just grows and grows and grows. Mm-hmm. So one of the reasons I came to you is because I felt like, I wanted to make sure that my mindset shifted enough to go from those roles into this new role because, because if we're just used to working on our own and then all of a sudden you're a boss and then all of a sudden you're a boss to three people and then five and then 10, what tools, you know, or what do we need to think about? What is the overriding thing that we need to make sure of as we go into that transition to, to think about how do we be an executive? I mean, you know, especially someone who doesn't have any training with it. It's all, you're all just, you know, making it up as you go. What kind of training do you think an executive needs? Well, an MBA. Really? Well, I, I, Are there people that have not done MBA? In a, uh, of course, of course. Well, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So necessarily not an MBA, but you feel like you need to have some kind of educational? Mm-hmm. Well, not educational, but just some sort of experience, right? I'm just saying we're out there and we're just out there doing the work. How do you then move it to, uh, you know, what has to change in your mind okay. to, to, to transition? Yeah. So that's a fair question. I mean, you kind of, you and Mark yeah. um, kind of jumped into it and you've been doing pretty good, I think, you know, <laughs> I know you, I don't know if you both may think that way, but you yeah. know, I think you both Passable, are, uh, okay. you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the idea is that sometimes you just get the experience on the ground by doing it, but then you also have an idea of what, this is not working, or this doesn't seem like how it should be, or I want to learn more about that. So when you come to coaching at that point, Mm -hmm. you know, after starting something, after starting Mm -hmm. a business, right, you almost are like, okay, 
these are all the things that I'm doing. These are all the things that are working. These are the things that are not working. And maybe these are the things that I don't know. Mm -hmm. So how do I sort of think about that? So our next level in coaching, once we've sort of established like a weekly rhythm mm -hmm. that you can be consistent in. Right. And once we've established those habits for you, our next level would be strategic thinking around the big goals. Like, where do I want my business to go in six months or in a year? Right. And what does that actually specifically look like? Well, I feel like that's what we did in our last session a little bit. We are starting to do that. Yeah. A so bit. we 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 uh, use it here get the, on this napkin because we were at the we didn't have paper. <laughs> we, we were at the thing, and you said uh, you you are write down your four big goals for your business. Or five, or what? The, the big. You the, made me do four. I was okay. like, I was at three, and then you're like, well, you, you got one more, and then I came up I with did. one. Okay, just to clarify, I didn't make him do anything. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a choice. <laughs> all right, all right. But if Deepa says it, I do it. Well, that is different. <laughs> yes. I, so, but, but you, what we did is we put down the four goals, and I think it was like, okay, I want to, you know, we're expanding our, um, uh, our, our core business into other areas. We're doing that. And then I had, uh, the, the kind of education podcast space, which is, the, this is a part of, and then, um, we had our, where's uh, your, where's, where's the napkin read? It's uh, next to my computer. I can't remember the four, <laughs> all four of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, there was one that's actually secret. I can't talk about on the podcast. And she then, can't, uh, yes. no, no, I can't, I really can't. It's, mm -hmm. it's not time. Maybe, mm -hmm. at, maybe at another moment. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then there was another one. And so, but then what you said is you write down those and then you want to make sure, because in this goes back to what the other thing we've been working on is having this task list, but you want to make sure that everything in your task list supports one of those things. And on a weekly basis, I mean, this is kind of what you said to me is you want to make sure that something gets done in each of those four yeah. goals, right? Yeah. You need to make some progress. It doesn't have to be a ton, right? It's just something. It has to be something. Part of the uh, goal in strategic thinking is creating the space in your mind mm -hmm. for strategic thinking. Um, and the way you do that is if you Thing, if you feel overwhelmed by the 120,000 yes. things that you have to do, which are small tasks. Which is our business right? to a T. Right? right. And if you feel like, oh my God, I have to do this, I have to do this. And, and then you suddenly, and you come to coaching and you're like, oh, let's talk about strategic thinking. Really, it would just be a useless sort of right. session. Okay. Because you just can't. Right. You are inundated with your day-to-day task list that you mm -hmm. need to accomplish and mind you it's not only that it's also you're a parent uh, you have a family oh, life yeah, you yeah, have yeah. a social life yeah. which is healthy for all of us social integration so you have all of those things and you have um you know sort of you have to figure out how to do all of that right right and then in midst of all of that oh let me also actually think about expanding my business and strategically thinking oh. about what i want to do impossible the light bulb just went on for me because I, because like it goes back to, you know, oh, oh, this is the coaching is different than I thought because all I have is the task list. Well, if you can get the task list done, then you can think strategically. Okay, there you go. Which is basically, I mean, it, Diva, this is great because it really plays into what we've been talking about on this podcast for 34 episodes now is that scaling our business has afforded us the luxury of being able to actually work on our business and not just for the business. Thank right? you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> but th this takes it a step further is that also the more you streamline that, then it is that, you know, you need to have that. Then you're going to be able to have this big strategic thinking. Cause that's what I thought we were going to do. Okay. Reed, here's your, you know, this is how you no, do strategic. You were not thinking. ready for strategic thinking. <laughs> No, no, you have the cre you, you have the creative brain. You have the oh, ability thanks. to do that. Oh, thanks. And you're funny, so that mm, helps, thanks. you know, <laughs> in any situation. <laughs> you're a good laugher. I really appreciate your laughing because <laughs> I, I, I can tell laugher. I can tell jokes in the deepest, just like rolling on the floor. I'm like, God, I'm the funniest person in the world. <laughs> I do like to laugh a <laughs> yeah. lot. So, but you know what? What we had to do is we had to sort of take away all your obstacles. Right. And not we, but we talked about that in the coaching space. And by me being your accountability partner and your sounding board, 
we kind of building and developing that it's going to take some time and you're right. doing the work right the only way this works consistently for anybody to feel that it's successful is that every week you have to do the work you did that so once we've sort of created that then we go to the next level of actually read having mm-hmm. space in his brain to strategically think about what he wants for his business right well to that end i do want to talk about what you made me do what did I, I make you do? Well, last weekend or last week, she said, here, you need, and I think it was like the baby step into strategic thinking. It was a homework. Yes. Yes. The homework. Yes. Mm-hmm. That I had to go and be alone for two hours. And I, you know, where I was not being a parent, not being a spouse, not being even a business owner. Like I'm not like, I'm looking at my phone, doing Slack, all that kind of stuff but to just go and exist and not like, it's not a meditation, but no. it's like you, to do stuff. And then we, you know, we'd, well, I have my hangups and my weird things, but what a lot do, of resistance, <laughs> what, what do you, Texts what, <laughs> that thankfully I couldn't answer. <laughs> yes. But what Deepa uh, suggested and then actually was like, no, no, this is what you're going to do is like, you got, you got to go get one of the adult coloring books and you're going to go and you're going to sit in the park and you're going to color. And then let in, let your mind kind of go and then kind of think about what it is that you want your life to look like, what you want your business to look like. And I did that. And I, and I, and I think I, and I'm not, this is not negative self-talk. It's just real. So I think I really didn't do a good job. See how good he is. <laughs> like, I feel Realistic? like, I, I, yes, I feel mm-hmm. like it, it, it was somewhat of a, not a failure, but like, but it's my own internal, like I, I, going that, through this process, I feel like I, I, I can't relax. I'm not a relaxer. That's part of the work. Your resistance is part of the work. What? No, what? <laughs> my resistance is part of the work. What? No. That, <laughs> <laughs> you, we can't be like, you know, it's, uh, I don't know how to do this. This is not working. This is not working. This without even like really giving it a shot. But all I think I heard, and if I can be candid with you, which yes. I've already said to you is, is that part of being alone with ourselves and not having any distractions is actually being able to hear and think what's going on in here and sometimes most of us don't want to do that we want to escape and avoid it because all we sometimes can think is that problem this problem that and this Mm -hmm. how i failed at this that joke i made that was offensive you know whatever right bunch of things bunch of things in mouth you know the thousand foot mouth moments i've had totally and we've been working on that from day one is to become really aware of our irrational beliefs that really hinder us from progressing or moving forward, right? Right. It's constant reframing of a story that we are telling in our heads that we're not good enough or we're not doing enough. We should be doing more. And and I wanted you to be able to be in that space to actually check that when it comes mm-hmm. up because it will come up. And mm-hmm. again, it's work for two hours. It it feels like you're relaxing, but you're actually doing no, some No, I didn't work. feel like I was relaxing. It should, it, it, the whole goal, everybody's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, should I relax? Well, you actually technically won't relax, but you're doing the work right, right here. And then once you check your inner thoughts and then you really sort of like just stay in the present moment. It's very mm-hmm. critical. A lot of people have talked about it, but you won't know how impactful it is till you actually do it. Yeah. I feel like I just dipped my toe. Like I'm a, like, I have, you know, yeah, I have, I'm, I'm alone at the house this, this weekend. I'm going to try it again. I'm going to give it a go. I'm not going to color. I found that stressful. <laughs> Don't color that. <laughs> I do want to tell your audience and whoever's listening to this, that the coloring thing came after much resistance. <laughs> well, Should much I read? Should I do that? Should I? I'm like, you well, know what? Reed? He, my issue, it, and I'm happy to talk about it. My issue is that I just get too involved in what I'm doing. So you're saying, oh, you know, if you just read a little bit or you do a crossword puzzle and then, you know, then you're going to be able to just put it down for a minute and then, you know, your mind will be clear. And I'm like, no, because I just want to finish the crossword puzzle. It was like, and I think I told you this, it was like when my parents divorced, when I was, you know, my childhood trauma, Deepa, uh, when they divorced, I was like 12 or something. I, uh, uh, I, I did actually get very depressed. It was very terrible for me. It and, is. and my parents, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
were thoughtful enough to have me go to therapy and this was in the eighties. And so it was like therapy was just starting to be trendy, mm-hmm. but you're not going to believe it, but I wasn't necessarily forthright and forthcoming. Shocking. <laughs> yes. Shocking. But so the therapist was like, well, let's play chess. A lot of times when people play chess, they just start talking. And so we play chess and I'm like, I want to beat this guy. <laughs> and you know, and I just like played chess and then we finished and I'm like, let's play again. I mean, I didn't say anything. I was just like thinking about my moves. And that was the problem. It was like, I like my mind could never get away from that. And so that's what I was worried is that if I'm going to go do this thing for, for two hours, that, um, all I'm going to do is just think about the book I'm reading or think about the crossword puzzle or, you know, wh- whatever it is in, in the coloring, I felt like was not able to, to distract me enough. I don't know what I'm going to try to do this time for the two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do really, really, um, see the value in it. So, you know, someone told me, I, cause I've been talking about this to people all week. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, cause I've been trying to get other, other, uh, other advice and they're like, you need to do weed. That was their big thing. It's like, that's how you're going to relax. And I'm like, I'm not a drugs person. And I don't know, do people consider weed a drug? But like, I like, that's not my thing. Recreational so, but, drug. Yeah. But I'm thinking, well, maybe I should try that. I don't know. Because I'm like, you know, I don't know. Cause I feel like I just can't relax because, because is it true? You just want to be relaxed when you're thinking about that thing. Well, let me just kind of circle back okay, a little bit to Sorry, a couple just, of things that yeah. you said. No, 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 this is good. So part of uh, what Reed does in our sessions, I think, which is critically important is to be very honest with what works and what doesn't work. That's the only way coaching will work. Okay. So I really appreciated the fact that you were able to tell me that the, the whole chess situation and that you mm-hmm. just can't, you know, right. you, you, you're in it. Right? right. So that's when, when we started talking about puzzles or book reading, I said, okay, these are all the things that you're very active in your brain. So we need to do something that'll make you less active. Right. right? So then we, and again, like anything else, we're going to try if it doesn't work, it fails then, which I again, appreciate your honesty in saying that didn't work at all. Like right. that was stressful for me. We try something else, yeah. but now you have the little bit buy in to actually try it. And that's very critical. Right. Initially, there was resistance, which is very fair. Well, it's hard. I mean, you, you yeah. know, it, the, the, here's the thing. It's a big ask, right? To be like, mm-hmm. hey, can you take two hours this weekend to just go and sit in the park without See, being a parent? You know, it's, it's just like politically it can be it, hard to do. Well, it's, it's when you say it's a big ask, it's almost like I'm asking you to reframe that and say two hours a week is I'm worth it. Oh, deep. <laughs> Just saying, you know, it, yeah. uh, it, it, I'm worth that time that I'm going to take for myself. Mm-hmm. That is what oh, I'm talking about. I'm just sorry. It's no, just, it's it fine. is what it is, you know, yeah. you know, that that's the idea behind it because that, and again, that's also part of self-compassion work is that we just, a lot of people that I've come across over the years of doing mediation therapy and now coaching, um, and it, even in my students that I teach, most people don't give themselves a break. And it's, it's very hard on themselves, right? So my way of trying to introduce some of these things is a way to say, take the time for yourself because you deserve it. You really do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Deepa. <laughs> I deserve many things. <laughs> Well, when you frame it like that, it's like, how can you? That's the whole point. (laughs) Um, My my clients are probably the most important people in my professional life. That's the work that I really, really enjoy. I, you know, a lot of uh, people will, you know, be in many fields for like the money, which is very important. I'm in it also for the money, but. If I, if I could do, if I could say 70 to 80% of why I love doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. is my work with my clients. That's critically important for me because when you come in, I'm not doing the work, you're doing the work. And when I see how this work is impacting and changing how you lead your life, that gives, that, that's my mm-hmm. money. Right. That well, it's what we've talked about a lot. It's your big why, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So it's, it's you know, the, the thing is, 
you're doing all of this because you want, I'm speaking specifically mm-hmm. about you, okay. is that you want to make good changes in your life. Right. And you want things to get more streamlined, better organized. You want to feel less stressful. And you're putting in the work, Reed. You're putting in the mm-hmm. work. Or I'm Stop it. telling you. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I do uh, I do check in with him and especially at the time a couple of weeks ago when he was feeling a little bit down we created a system where he would text me mm-hmm. two to three times a week to check in and be like I've done this I've done this I've done this mm-hmm. because sometimes you just need that one person to be able to just get yourself up right and you again you are doing the work I'm not doing the work yeah. Well, that's why you like your job so much is other people are doing the work. Because I'm doing my own work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, what happens after, because I, I feel like this, the, the, your coaching can like scale up as you scale, right? So mm-hmm. what, so now, you know, we're doing this and then, you know, as my business changes, the coaching will change to have this strategic thinking kind of thing. What's after that? What or is mean? there an after that? I it, mean, is there another stage, another level? And coaching, you mean? Yeah. Well, not necessarily. It's like you don't you don't need me after that. I don't need to be on your speed dial. Well, you so but, so you don't need so like the, like Let me let me yeah, let me ahead. put it this way. So you develop a system, you put it into practice, it is actually working for uh-huh. you, right? Then you say, oh, wow, Deepa, next year I've scaled my business, Mark and I are doing really well, now we are actually hiring more people, and we are doing all of these things, and now people management stuff is coming up, or we want to do more business strategic thinking, we want to expand where we are from, so then I would work with you on that specifically. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you really honestly don't need me. Really? So like if you, okay, unless we have like new projects or something, right. That's the whole point of it. I don't do long-term stuff because there's no need for me to do long-term stuff. If you're doing the work, we do 10 sessions, 20 sessions. That's the max. Wow. That's scary to me. Why? Well, I need you. (laughs) 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 <laughs> we'll find another accountability partner for you, possibly Mark. Mark, are you ready for this? I need to meet this guy soon. I'm ta- we're talking so much about him. Um, and then uh, you and Mark will be each other's accountability partners. Well, we kind of are. Well, there already, you go. Then you know. We'll develop it some more. And so listen, after five years, you could be like, gosh, uh, I've done, the business is huge, it's scaled, and we're doing really well. And now I'm like hitting in my mid uh, like early fifties and I want to talk about legacy or I want to do something exciting or I want to do something different. Then mm-hmm. you come back to talk about that. Right. Right. We keep changing and evolving and we keep most people that I've come across. I don't want to generalize everybody wanting to do new different things. And you come at that time and with another situation, but it's not all the time. Reed. Okay. So when I'm in that situation, I just need to have some action, which is going to lead us to our action items. No. So Diva, I, I want to save you for last. I'm going to go first. Okay, fine. Okay. Thank so you. my action item is to have compassion for yourself and take two hours. Take two hours to go. You don't have to do adult coloring because that bullshit if you ask me. I disagree, but okay. (laughs) So Diva says yes on the coloring, but I think do take two hours for yourself. And and it didn't work for me quite as I hoped, but I'm also very hopeful it's going to work next time. But that's, I think also my own personal hangups. But I think, you know, and and maybe, and I think the idea, right, Diva, is that you do this like every week is, is to take two hours. So maybe they'll just do it once. And, and take that two hours. And I know it's still kind of springy. A lot of our listeners are very busy right now, but you still deserve time and you deserve time to sit with yourself and just think and relax and do what you want. And, and I think that will help you if you're not scaling yet, it's going to help you though, get through the, the day to day of your work. It's going to hopefully help relax you, but then it's also going to help you grow your business. 
Yeah, that's yeah. great. I'm really proud of you. Oh, you thank look you. Look at that. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, it's like one of my big goals in life is to have Deepa proud of me. So this is like a pretty good day for Reed. <laughs> I don't even know when to take you seriously sometimes and when not to take you seriously. Oh, I, I'm actually serious. Okay so, then. Yeah. All right. I'll no, take it. No, I like, I'm legit serious. Like, yeah, I like, right. I like, I'm like, a, I'm just like a little Lego, a toddler. Is mama proud of me? <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> we did not have to go that far. We, yes. we really did. But okay. Okay. So what's my action item? Um, I don't know. So I, um, in the last two weeks have really wanting to uh, do a whole bunch of things. So I can actually, when I go to India on June 23rd, have like much more of a relaxed time. Okay. So my action item is that I have seven things on my list that I really, really hate to do. Okay. And my idea is to do them all before June 23rd. And also. So, all right. So. Yeah. Make a list of things you don't want to do and do them. I already have a list. I have. I right. Have I'm to. talking for our listeners though. Well, I'm not yeah. talking about your list. <laughs> for your listeners. Yes. Sorry. Yes. I the lost a plot on that for a second. Our listeners can do to help grow their business. <laughs> sorry. It's all Reed's fault. He's just making me laugh all the time. Okay. Yes. So that is my action item because what I've realized is that sometimes there are certain things that I really don't mm -hmm. want to do. And I'm sure you've got this. I, 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 you've seen my to-do list and yeah. the same thing stays on it for like three weeks in a row. Yeah. For Clearly me, I don't want to do that. Well, it's also for me, a lot of it is around finances because oh. that's the tough part for me. And so, um, I told myself that part of the accountability is that I create a list Mm -hmm. and I have a deadline and I have an accountability partner and then I finish it. Mm. All right. So make a list of a few things that you don't want to do, but you know you need to do, right? Correct. This is not, you know, yeah, there's no. a lot of things I don't want to do. Like I don't want to get a tattoo, but I don't <laughs> need to do that. So, right. yeah. Thank you for clarifying yes. that. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And then, okay. So, well, and I, I, I second this because I have been putting those things and you, Oh, you made me do that actually a couple of weeks ago. You said you have to put down, I want, and it's like, we were meeting on Monday and you said, okay, by Tuesday at 2 PM, I want you to text me that you've done three things accomplished that you didn't want to do. Yeah. And I did that exactly. and it felt good. And then you're like, Oh, that was easy. Exactly. I don't know why there's this like level of resistance or procrastination. Well, so that even comes you in. have that though. I do have that. And that's why I've told you this several times is that when mm -hmm. I ask you to do something and this, all my clients know, I struggle with it. Sometimes I do it myself. I am not sitting on my high horse, yeah, high horse sure. yeah. and be like, you do it. And I, no, no, no. Right. I got to do the work myself. It's very right. important. You walk the walk and talk the talk, you talk the talk and walk the walk. Yes. It's very important for me at least. If not, it doesn't make sense. I feel, I would feel like a fraud. Right. Which I'm and not. you're not a fraud. No, thank no. you. The other thing that I okay. do want to tell your listeners, another action item, which I think is oh. very important. Yes. Sorry. A double you get action a bonus. Item. Okay. You get a bonus, bonus with me. That's good. Uh, a game changer. If you do it for almost three weeks consistently is that every night, if you did three things, if you wrote down three things that you're grateful for that happened today. Oh, a grateful list? Three things? Just three things. And a lot of people are like, oh my God, I there's know. the gratitude. Da, yeah, da, da, yeah. Da, da, da. And when I did it. Yeah, thanks, Ohio. <laughs> I did this way before Ohio. <laughs> I'm from India, for God's sake. <laughs> <Right>. so, well, <laughs> the I'm just land saying. of gratitude. <laughs> Spirituality. <laughs> At least according to me, yeah. but it's, it's a game changer because most of the times uh, subconsciously, this is going to be the thing that I'm going to talk about all the time is that how we say all these things to ourselves throughout the day and the grateful list, it's three things will just make you really look at it and be like, Oh my God, I did really some good stuff and I'm really grateful for it. And it's a game changer in how we think about ourselves the next day. Right. Because so much of it, I think from what I've learned or seen you talk about is like, yeah, is having this self image that is like, it, it goes back to let's not have that negative self talk. Let's take that time to have that compassion for yourself. And then, you know, having that, that gratitude, I mean, that, that plays right into all that stuff. Absolutely. Deepa. Raid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you. I have a lot of gratitude for you for being on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me on the podcast. I thought we were not going to do thank you, thank you. Well, no, we'll do thank you. God, okay. We'll be back with another episode soon that Deepa will not be on. Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Studios. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and edited by Bethany Diedrich. Thank you so much for listening, and we really hope you listen to the next one, too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to shoot any Friday night Twilight shoots. Thank you for everything. Thank you.